0: Hello and welcome stand up world episode number 30. I hope you're well and ready for a good weekend a lot going on a lot of we're going to talk about god right off the top I hope you're going to buy uh Elliot Page's new book out trans man Elliot Page which is not A superhero named Trans Man. He is a transgender man. An actor. Formerly known as Prince. Uh, No, sorry. Formerly known as Ellen Page. Has a book out that he's selling. And I think it's interesting. I just kind of get a kick out of this. He's talking about he had an affair with Kate Mara. Quite a good looking woman. And another one he talks about an affair that he had with... Olivia Thurlby, and he says he had sex with her all the time, and I'm thinking, yep, this guy's a dude, he's talking about all the women he screwed, he's a dude, transition's complete, he's a dude, okay? Okay. He's gonna start bragging about his non-existent cock now. He's he's uh, he's a trans man, all right. He's not he's a man. Just, yeah, scooter, yeah, scooter all night long. It was amazing. We had sex all through the movie. We didn't even shoot a frame of film. I can't wait for that guy to get me to one girl does one thing wrong, woman, Elliot Page was a jerk. Let me tell you something, you know what's gonna happen? He's going right back to Ellen Page to get working again. (laughs) Anyway, it's all good, I turned 65 last week, which is weird, I didn't see that coming. Ever planned on being 65? I don't even when I was a kid, I didn't even know anyone 65. Everyone I knew at 65 was dead. We would visit them at the cemetery. This is your uncle Mo. He died at 65. He lost a foot race to a speeding locomotive. This is your grandfather, Fred. He died at 65. Cause of death being 65. But I feel good, actually. I really do. I know people say it, but I don't feel 65. I feel 64 and a half. Maybe 64 and three quarters. But I don't feel 65. And... What else is going on? I want to talk about today. We're going to be talking about finally Will Noonan's 50 TikToks at Once is out. An amazing special. And we're going to be talking about what it means to be brave as a comedian in today's world. A story that is up on standupworld.com. And if you saw, I was on the great Jimmy Dore show. And uh, a lot of people got pissed at me. Who I mentioned was brave, who wasn't brave, and who I left off. There's a couple people that I left off that they were right about. A couple people I left off that they weren't so right about. There was one comic that I mentioned and I didn't use his name. The people guessed, wanted to guess who it was. They were completely wrong. But... We're gonna be talking about that, but and Jimmy's special uh, about COVID lies, which is a fantastic special that you can get on Jimmy's website and pay for for ten dollars. But the weird thing that happened around
1: COVID, I'd never noticed this before in any other time of my life. But you weren't allowed to ask questions at, at, at any point during this. You just had to, you had to do what the man on the TV said, right? You had to do what the man on the TV said without questions, and then you're a good person. But if you question it, then you're a white supremacist, Trumper, not, I'm like, whoa, no, no. No, I didn't vote for Trump, I just have questions. Jimmy, only dumb people ask questions. No, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to question authority. It's like a value. Uh, Is that what they taught you in comedy school? (laughs) Yeah, that is what they taught me in comedy school. Isn't that weird? It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Even comedians would get on stage and they would shame people for trying to get informed about a medical treatment that was experimental that they had to take or they would lose their jobs and they wouldn't be able to travel. And when people tried to get informed about that, other people shame them. They would say, please tell me you're not going to do your own research. <laughs> You've heard people say that. Please don't do your own research. You know, before COVID, doing your own research used to be called reading. Now you're shaming me for reading at the behest of Big Pharma? It's like I woke up in the middle of a Bill Hicks bit. Well, looks like we got ourselves a reader. Tell me, boy, what you reading for? Don't you know everything that needs to be read has already been read by a smart person? That's how much people internalized the propaganda from Big Pharma was that they would shape it would be anti intellectual enough to shame people for reading while they're wagging their finger at them for doing it. You would never shame people for trying to get informed, no matter what other subject it was, no matter how unimportant. Like if I say, Hey, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go buy a car, don't look into it. Well, Well, how will I know which car to get? Ask the salesman, he's the expert. (laughs) What are you, Henry Ford?
0: And also, Brian Holtzman special. Hashtag Cancel Holtzman, that's up now on the Comedy Store's YouTube site at the Comedy Store, which is a fantastic special. Here's a little piece of that.
2: I went to the 99 cents the other day, and the line was out the door. I said, what the is going on now? So I got up to the front of the line to see what the holdup was. There was an old lady trying to return something. I said, here's a dollar. Get the fuck out of the line! (laughs) You crazy goose, get the fuck out of here! How fucked up do you gotta return something at 99 fucking cents? If the bathroom's occupied at 99 cents, I'll just take a shit right in the aisle. And you walk away, and you can watch, somebody will buy that piece of shit.
0: They said just have fun. Well, I'm having some fun. Brian Holtzman is a comedy store legend, a comic comedy, just a legend, a comics comic. Comics, I love this guy. I love this guy. Rogan loves this guy. Here's I love this clip of Theo and and Joe Rogan talking about him.
2: Um, Brian Holtzman. So there was a uh, for Jeff Scott, there was a memorial on Zoom, right? And so every it's like seventy or eighty people on the memorial, right? And uh, and you know Holzman's outlandish. He says like he's like the last like most outlandish voice there is. Really, a lot of times, and so we're all in this memorial. People are saying like sad stuff. People are sharing. It's going around, and uh, someone would, when anytime someone would kind of start kind of crying when they were telling their story, Holtzman would chime in and he'd be like, "He had AIDS." <laughs> he would just like. <laughs> Bro, he he had
3: AIDS. (laughs) And the
2: whole place would
3: (laughs) die
2: laughing, bro. Do you know He was a homosexual. He had AIDS. (laughs) I mean, bro, even Jeff's got sister on there. Everybody is dying. Uh, uh, And it was like, uh, uh, and Jeff was open about that. I'm not trying to out him or anything. And he he would tell you this story. Well, he had HIV, but he was... He um, had taken that medication and he was testing negative. Those yeah. protease inhibitors, the, the medication they have for HIV is amazing. Oh, it, you can beat everything now. Yeah. Okay. Now, well, HIV for sure. But, but that uh, was like, that, that, dude, I just, that was common to me when it was like, it was just this safe space. We're all yeah. there. Yeah. And you could say whatever you wanted. But you knew that he was saying it for fun and that we would know it totally. and we would understand it. So it was a seriously risky thing to say. Yeah. If you looked at it in, in quotes in a newspaper article, it would be horrific, yeah. but in the moment it was magic, right? Oh, it was totally magic. After 9-11, Mitzi would not let Holtzman on stage for two weeks. Oh, because she knew it could it's get like, weird? like, no, don't let him up. <laughs> <laughs> she knew he wouldn't be able to help himself. He would say something <sighs> fucked up, so she didn't give him any spots for like two weeks. <laughs>
0: Don't let him up. I, I just love Brian. Here's another little piece of him.
2: Bruce Jenner will always be Bruce Jenner to me. <laughs> <laughs> my mother's always barging in my room and saying, take those Bruce Jenner posters off. That's not Bruce Jenner anymore, Brian. I say, shut up, mom. I ain't taking the post through. I got my Wheaties boxes. I got my my sweats. I get out of here, Mom. (laughs) Shut
0: up, Mom, and knock before you come in here. Cancel Holtzman, Brian Holtzman. It's on YouTube. At the comedy store, and I promise you, you're gonna like this special. And I did happen to direct it. So, yeah, I'm pushing it, but I also happen I directed it because I love this guy. and I'm just a fan. He's out of his mind. <laughs> so there's another great special that drops Friday from Boston's great comic will Noonan, who this is really a special special. I love this thing. This is it's called. Fifty TikToks at once, and it's, it was filmed at Capo, a bar in Southie. And Will uh, Noonan is a Southie comic. You know, he's he's uh, to me, he's like I don't know, he's Jerry Seinfeld or John Mullaney, if, if he uh, grew up on the streets of Southie. You know. If he if Ben Affleck had a baby, you know he's just a—he's—he's—he's he's, he's his own guy. He's—he's really—I think—I think he's going to be a big name comic. I really do. He makes me laugh really hard, and he's—he's just—he—he's uh, got his own style. But he's also in that lane of a lot of guys like Louis C.K. You know, and and Bird that you just. You know, there's something about those Boston comics you just that are so Lenny Clock, they're just so great. And uh, Will Noonan is 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 like perfect along that line, you know, Tony V, you know, I just I love these guys, and you'll really enjoy this special. Here's some, here's a piece
3: of I love being Irish for a lot of things, right? Great talkers, right? Yeah, great drinkers. Great fighters. One thing we are not is a sexy group of people. Like, you've never heard anyone go, like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to backpack around Ireland and Irish people. (laughs) Just check that one off the list. Pornhub.com. Yes, I'm pointing at you, sir. Pornhub.com. Free website. 750 categories of adult films x-rated okay on pornhub every race and every ethnicity has a category you type in irish 404 not found and here's another here's another
0: piece i played this a couple weeks ago but i'm gonna play it again because it's just so good
3: (laughs) i mean lockdown was super brutal for all of us um but especially in the city. I used to go in my little backyard, my little Southie, Guantanamo Bay backyard. <laughs> just like the size of this area. And I would go back there just have a moment alone and kick some rocks and think about taking the trash out early. And one day I'm back there. My neighbor, Dave, who I didn't really know before COVID, but he wanted to talk about Dave's new Southie. Dave's a rich guy, owns his house, owns his uh, car. He drives a brand new Audi. He works in the tech uh, industry, right? So I'm back there. Dave leaves, leans over the fence, kind of home improvement style, <laughs> which is something we do not do. And he's like all chatty. You can tell he works in tech. He speaks like one of those office-y people. He's like, hey, Will, can you up? Uh, can you pivot from what you're doing for a second, man? Put a pin in that. We'll circle back. I just, uh, I want to run something up the flagpole, see if you salute it, you know? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Dad? I got something in my yard I want to show you. So I'm like, literally have nothing to do. So I'm like, I'll go look. So he takes me over to his yard. He shows me in his yard, which is just as small as mine, he's got a chicken coop and 12 chickens. Here, in South Boston. <laughs> like, there's Cuddy's nips underneath the chicken's feet. I'm like this, I've never seen this. And I was like, Dave, why, why'd you do this? Why do you have chickens in your yard? And he looks at me and he goes, to save money on eggs, Will. <laughs> I was like, yeah, stay no more, fam, you know? eggs every time they scan them i'm like when is big egg gonna take its boot off our neck oh inflation! like it was can't no more omelets hon you know i was like i was like yeah and then i just went home told my wife i'm like dickhead dave has chickens now and then i just didn't think about it put it out of my mind went on with my life you know and then the world opens up again right Vaccines, things come back. So like six, seven months later, I got to do morning radio again, right? You got to get up at like six in the morning and you got to be there at seven. So I'm I'm not a morning person. I'm groggy. I'm on M Street. I'm fucking in the fog. I get in my car. I'm backing out of my three-foot driveway. And I hear... But I'm still such a city person that I'm like, what notification is a chicken clucking, yeah? did I get Chick-fil-A and pass out? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, fuck, and I open the door. First thing I see is feathers, and then I lean out, and I see there's a dead chicken underneath. Yeah, I, feel, I felt bad, Yeah, I'm not a killer. But I am a hit-and-run person, so I was like... <laughs> I was like, let's get the fuck out of here! But then I looked up, and the Nest Cam was pointed right at me. And once you make eye contact with it, you're like, that's the picture they're going to use on Facebook. You got you to gotta do it. You got to own it. So I'm like, fuck, I got to knock on this guy's door at 6 a.m. and tell him, kill this chicken, right? So that's what I do. If you know Southie, it's like, my door is here. His door is here. And the whole crime scene is right behind me. I think it's going to take him a while because it's 6 a.m. He answers in, like, 45 seconds. He's got his boxers on. He's frying a dozen eggs. He's like, Will, you're up early. Is everything okay? And I was like, no, Dave, uh, everything's not okay. And it was like the price is right, only instead of a car, he won his own dead thing. I was like, hey, Dave, uh, see that See that pile of raw chicken over there? Um, I think that's one of yours. Right? This is his answer. He goes, oh, yeah. That's Kevin Spacey. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Kevin Spacey, the actor? He goes, yeah, Will. I named all my chickens after people who got canceled during the Me Too movement. (laughs) That way, I don't feel so bad about enslaving them for their eggs. (laughs) And I was like, wow, Dave, I'm not surprised you're up at 6 a.m. You're woke as fuck, dude. That is... You are awake. Didn't Kevin Spacey kind of have a drinking problem? He goes, I heard he struggles with alcohol. I go, yeah, he looks a little smashed right now. Yeah, I was trying to lighten the mood. He didn't laugh, but... 6 a.m., you know, it's a tough crowd, but I was like... So there's this weird silence after that. And then I'm just looking at him. I'm like, so um, this is the awkward part. I'm like, what do I owe you for this chicken I killed? What do I owe you for this chicken? This is the most shocking part of the story. He looks at me and he goes, um, just give me two bucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh? He goes, two bucks. You can Venmo me. It's like, two dollars? Fiat currency, American dollars? He goes, yeah. I get him as baby chickens from a farm. I get two of them for four bucks, and he only killed one, so. Just give me two bucks, call it a day. I was like, a live chicken is cheaper than a Cumberland Farms ATM fee? Yeah, I love it. Get it.
0: 50 shades, 50 TikToks at once. 50 shades of TikTok. Yeah, that's what it's called. Fifty TikToks at once. Will Noonan, uh, John Tobin, and his gang put this out, and they're the guys from Laugh Boston and Nick's Comedy Club and and um, off Cabot. They, they he, John Tobin's like right there in the center of Boston comedy, and he also, you know, Patrick. Arnold, who works with me on this podcast, and, you know, he's, you know, special needs podcast kid who works with me, and, you know, Patrick, Patrick. Huh? Patrick. Yeah, that's, he works with John, too, but it's great, and they did a really good job on this special. I, somehow or another, I think maybe they had to keep Patrick in the other room sometimes. Patrick, Patrick, the, the, the Fisher-Price toys that you play with, they're loud. They're loud, buddy. They really are. Anyway, check it out, Will Noonan. That's it. Again, if you're in L.A., July 1st, are going to be at the Ice House with Jimmy Dore, Allie Mack, Jimmy Shin, and Fraser Smith, and myself. It's going to be a great night. Tickets are available now. They will sell out. They did last time. Get them now. Come down. Have some fun. And that's it. That's episode 30. We're going to be making some big changes in this podcast real soon. Different style, bringing guests on, different feeling, vibe. But if you've been with us already for the ride, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Tell your friends about it. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Stand Up World. We're on YouTube. And we're on your neighbor's garage. We flash it late at night on the side when he's not showing porn. So that's it. Take care. Have a great week. Bye.